This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Welcome back to our new podcast, Life Made Better. Today, we have a very special, inspiring guest called Priscilla Ajaman from Mums That Meet. She's particularly special to me as I've known her for 20 years. I was actually her primary school teacher and I couldn't be more proud of the woman she has become. She was a smart, spirited child and, and has become a smart, spirited woman. Coming from a challenging background, she has never let that stop her, but instead rose to life challenges and made her life better. She went on to get a first degree in PR and marketing and then changed career. I will let her tell you why. Welcome, Priscilla. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for that intro. Wow. I feel so, honoured to hear that from you. Can you uh, let our audience know a bit more about your journey? So, yeah. So, like Fleur said, I went to uni and obviously did marketing stuff. I'm now a mum of twins who are two and I'm married and I run a platform for mums called Mums That Meet. And the aim is to kind of help empower mums and get confidence and find their purpose and passion mainly because of my own personal journey that I had with motherhood and that's how that kind of came about and then I do also have a business with my husband as well which is social media agency but I'll be focusing more today on mums that meet. Thanks Priscilla. Okay. That's beautiful background, Priscilla, and I, you know, I, I hugely resonate with that because I come from a marketing background myself. Uh, so, so I do, I do hear some of the pain that might come from that from that path. I think, you know, obviously, you found uh, your passion and purpose being a mum, and that's why we'll we'll get to that later. But I would imagine that's what gave you the wings to kind of set up mums that meet. But I'm curious to hear: is there Anything you wish you had known before you had children that now you do? So I'd probably say the biggest thing was like there's no way to prepare for it because it's funny because actually the other day I was at my mum's house and I still got some stuff there and I found a book and it was called Twins and it's how to be like a twin mum and it's got all these different things to prepare for but I feel like being a mum you definitely learn on the job like it's that work experience and every motherhood journey is different so I feel like just know it. If I knew before, like I could read loads of books, I could watch loads of videos, but it's not until I'm actually in the moment learning it that I'm really going to learn the most, I guess. Yeah, I'm hearing what you're saying. After being a primary school teacher for 12 years <laughs> and then having my first child, you think you know a lot about children, but certainly when you have your own child, there is a totally different journey. Yeah. Exactly. And I think obviously being a mum of twins, that shows me even more how different motherhood can be. Because I feel like I've had two different journeys with both the twins, even though they're twins. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's, a bit, it's you know, mum, your way, I kind of feel because, you know, that's, that's the one thing I've definitely felt when I became a mum as well. And I'm seeing it with all, you know, friends, family, clients, how daunting that motherhood journey can be and how you know as mums we tend to look out for some other mum to mirror and the truth is as you said like you know it's kind of 
mom, your weight, because there's no right or wrong. Each mom is different and each child is different. Like you said it with your twins, even if you're trying to do the same with both, I'm pretty sure what works for one doesn't work for the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's a big step, isn't it, from not being a mum to suddenly being a mum of two. Yeah. You had a busy career and I know you were really focused on your career before and you were being really successful. If we could say there was three tips to help someone step out of their comfort zone and follow a purpose and change career, even being a mum, what would you say those tips would be? So I'd say probably number one, and it's probably the biggest one for me, is like, don't worry what people think. Because I think like that's the biggest thing that stops me or has stopped me in the past from doing a lot of things, just worrying about how people perceive what I want to do. And yeah, just feeling judged and all those types of things. Probably another one I'd say is to have a reason to why you want to be stepping out of your comfort zone because that's going to be the main thing that's going to keep you going. So you need to know why you're doing it. Like I always used to hear that, like, oh, know your why, know your why. And I'd be like, I don't get why you need to know it. But I feel like the days where you're feeling so unmotivated and not productive, you need to just always remember why am I actually even doing this? So yeah, that's a good one for me. And another one is that you learn from every situation because I think... A lot of the times when I haven't done something is because I feel like I don't know how to do it or I don't know enough about it. But I think once you just step out and try something, you'll learn. So then when you try it again, you'll know even more and so forth and so forth. So I think they're probably the main things that like push me to just, you know what, I'm just doing it. Don't focus on those stuff. Great advice, isn't it? That one step we're always saying on our podcast, just one step at a time. You only need to see that first step and then then when you've done that step see the next step yeah you don't need to see around every corner it is true it is all about taking that step but obviously uh, we know that the doubt of not being able to see what comes beyond that step can feel very daunting for many people and hence they do not take that step so I'm curious Priscilla Did you have any doubts when you were, you know, after having your children and decided to break that PR and marketing career and step into the mums that meet? Did you have any doubts as you were beginning to walk that path? Um, And if so, how did you overcome them? So I think probably my top tip, which was don't worry about what people think, was probably my biggest doubt. And I think especially because in all the things that I do, whether it's like Mums That Me or Create Case, it's me trying to help people with the things that I know. So I always felt like people think, who does she think she is? You're not an expert. How do you know how to do this? Or why do you think because you got through motherhood this way, I need to hear it and I'll get through it this way. But I think the way I've overcome it is I just, well, number one, try not to worry about what people are going to think. And number two, just it helps me. So I think if anything, if I don't even help no one, I'm helping myself. So I kind of just focus on, I guess, once again, why I'm doing it. That's what helps me to overcome and carry on because, and I've also realized even if people don't like what I'm saying and think who she thinks she is, they're never going to tell me to my face. So (laughs) there's no point stressing about it because I'm never going to hear it. So I'm really working myself up even thinking about what they're thinking. That's really good advice. And I really love for like, you know, I've heard you say it on your podcast as well. If I can only help one person, then I'm happy. 
And I think when you do things, as you're saying, coming from your heart and you are doing it out of love and of passion, then, you know, it sounds as though that was something that helped you take that, you know, that faith step or that faithful yeah. step. Definitely. And I, f- I found as well, when you do things out of passion, because I'm not going to lie in the past, I've done things for money and I feel like they don't necessarily go as well as you want them to. But it just kind of feels like everything's just clicking into place when you have a passion and people kind of even go with your journey when you need them to. And even when you least expect it, because they just kind of see your vision, too. So I think having passion is definitely really important. And I think knowing you really well, you felt you needed to work, but you also didn't want to leave the twins and you didn't oh, yeah. know that until you had them. Yeah. So you've really made the best out of the situation of managing to work and have a purpose. So you felt more alive, not just for you, but for your family as well. Because yeah, you did 100%. feel, I know when you came to see me about a year after having them, you felt a little bit not yourself not that spirited person we all know you are. Yeah. <laughs> and I think once you found your passion again and decided to be part of that process, I could see that you've opening up again and becoming that sparky individual. Yeah, definitely. And I think because, like you said, I was quite career-driven and that was why I was so spirited. But where I lost that, it really did feel like I lost myself as well. So for a long time, like you said, for that whole year, I felt so down, so awful. And then, yeah, probably moments like coming to actually speak to you was like wake-up moments, like, hold on, it doesn't actually have to end here. And I think for me, what success looked like before didn't look like that anymore. So it's just kind of getting over that, you know, I can still be successful, but just in a different way. Yeah, and in your way, I think. Yeah, and that's exactly. what was really highlighted in that conversation. No well, reason you... to get a coach, Age Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say I really would like to pose on two things that you guys just said there, because I think are two things that can help many people listening to us right now. Number one is that if you feel in like, you know, you're like, you're not yourself, like you're struggling, having that chance. And I'm not saying go to a coach. I'm saying go to a friend that you know, and you know, he's going to be able to at least lend an ear. So you can lay down your fears, can definitely help you, A, obviously, because the minute that you voice them out, it helps gaining some clarity, but also having a, a fresh pair of eyes on, on the matter can really help. Um, and I think like, you know, the other thing is, as you were saying, is really tuning in to yourself and feeling that something is not quite right. Sometimes you know why, sometimes you don't. But I think it, it was really important that you took that time to really ask yourself, why is this happening? I am not as cheerful as I should be. Um, and I think you did, you know, two major things that a lot of our listeners might be struggling with. But again, all that took was that, step of reaching out and and checking in yeah and that even for like mums like me that's why the platform's there because I feel like I didn't reach out for a long time and like then in the end I spoke to Fleur I spoke to my husband and probably like another few close friends and I felt so free and then I just want that platform to be that for someone else for someone who maybe that doesn't have someone so close because okay talking to close people is great but sometimes they don't have fresh eyes on the scenario so 
it's hard for them to talk to you about it. But sometimes going to a stranger or a coach or someone that doesn't know you at all can help a lot. So that's why I've got the platform there. If anyone kind of just wants to reach out, then I'm, I'm happy to talk and, you know, help them through it. I think the best way is to co- go to someone that can empathise and because you felt like that, but still wanted to be a mum and still have a career. I think, it, you know, it's very useful for people to have that platform. Yeah, yeah. And well, what you. other kind of uh, resources did you use to help you along the way? Podcasts, they're my big one, especially being a mum, because you can put a podcast on and kind of do what you need to do. But actually one thing that I did actually learn from you, Flora, is, I don't always do that. Sometimes I actually just sit down and listen to the podcast and take notes because I do realise that when you are doing things, maybe you're not taking it in. So it could be a podcast I'm listening to and I think, okay, I'm going to come back to that and listen to that properly. And I actually take practical advice from the podcast because I think it's all well and good hearing people's journeys, but sometimes it's hard to actually work out how you can implement that into your own life. So when you actually sit down, take it in, then I feel like it's a bit easier to work out, okay, I'm going to, she says she started waking up earlier. I'm going to start waking up earlier and see if that makes a change to me or something like that. Books as well. But once again, I listen to books on Audible. So it's a bit like a podcast these days. My faith as well. So I am Christian. So praying and reading the Bible, all of these things kind of helped me to, just helps me to keep going kind of thing and just knowing that everything's a journey it's not wake up one day and you're successful. Like it's going to take time. And a big thing I feel like my faith has taught me is that you will have bad times, but they're good for learning the characteristics you'll need for when you get to where you need to get to. So, um, yeah, I think they're probably my main ones. Yeah. I love that. I think what you've done is you've just decided to have a learner's mindset and have faith in that. So when you listen to, to podcasts or, or read books or listen to books, you're not saying these are definitely the answers, but you're then being curious about what part of that could be helpful to you, to what you need at this point, which is why it's so important to get curious. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. I think curiosity is one of the key things that we've seen uh, along the way, certainly uh, for us as parents, I think it's something that, at least for me, never ceases to amaze me. When I see my children being curious about the world, it's the one thing that I'm always learning from. Seeing the world through their eyes and their passion and their curiosity is something that feeds uh, as well. I know that Fleur likes calling uh, failures a stepping stone to success, which, to be honest, I think and I believe they are based on curiosity. So I'm curious. Uh, which one of your biggest failures have you learned from? So it's funny because I'd say Mums That Meet is like my biggest failure and my biggest success at the same time because I actually originally started the journey with another mum and we had a completely different purpose for it and it was more just the kind of just know a mum because we kind of was the first in our friendship groups to be a mum. So I think for me... When that relationship broke down, it was hard to actually even want to pick this up again because there were so many things going through my head like, should I even pick it up? I didn't start this journey by myself, so do I have the right to carry on? And I'm thinking as well, how will people see it? Will they be like, 
they'll be wondering what's happened, what's going on. Can she even do it on her own? And yeah, I guess what, like, my biggest thing, once again, just worrying what people think. And I feel like the main thing that kind of helped me to get through that failure was having a new purpose that I really believed in. I believed in the other purpose, but this purpose is like literally a journey I'm even going through now. I had that failure, but now I know I can move forward from that and I can make it even better than that. And I feel like it has been better than that. Maybe the numbers may not match necessarily to where it started off, but the messages that I get just shows me that I'm on the right track and I'm, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. It's amazing. What beautiful learning. Yeah, very inspiring. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so thank what you. is one question you wished we'd asked you today on this podcast that we haven't asked? Well, I feel like you did kind of touch on it a little bit, but like the whole mum guilt side of it, because I think obviously being a mum, I felt so guilty for a long time to even think about doing anything for myself, worried that I'm taking away time from the twins. And I think how I dealt with my mum guilt is learning that mum guilt is fine, like that is normal. And I think I even said on my podcast, like it's actually... I don't think it'll ever go away because like my mum's in her 60s and she still does some crazy things and I think, oh, this is mum guilt coming through. <laughs> but um, I just think, use it wisely, basically. And just know that when I'm doing these things, especially even if I am just on the sofa watching TV, to be fair, but don't do that much. But if I'm sitting on the sofa, if I'm working on Mums That Me, or I'm working on Create UK, I'm doing all of those things so that we can have a better life and to have a better life, I need to be a better person. And all all of those things add to me being a better person. So I think just remembering why you do these things, like it's okay to take some time out. It's okay to relax. It's okay to work, like know why you're doing it all. So yeah, I think mum guilt and how I dealt with it is probably one of the biggest things for me. And I wouldn't mind that, you know, during these times that we're going through and lockdown, that becomes even more daunting or challenging in a way right because we now have the kids at home 24 7 and as much as you love them you do love yourself too and you need a bit of breathing breathing space so can you give us a couple of pointers or a couple of tips on how you manage to keep that sanity how you manage to (laughs) get a rescue back some time for yourself so you can you know re-energize and and run away from that mum guilt Number one is I do live with my husband. So I think just taking advantage of the support you do have around you. Understand that some people are single moms, so they don't actually have that. But if you do have it, because there's also times where people have that support but still don't ask for it. So I think I do, to be fair, I don't put too much expectation on him because then that also causes another whole drama of why is he not doing this? Why is he not doing that? So I do do the things that I can do. But then when there's a time where I feel like, you know what, I need a moment, I'm literally like, I'm just going to the room for 20 minutes and then I'll just like go and do my thing there. And to be fair, I'm quite lucky in a sense when my husband understands it and he'll like, he'll play along with that and do what he needs to do and watch the twins for me. So yes, I say take advantage of your support system. Probably also say like, be easy on yourself as well. So I've even started to, I'll play with the twins for half an hour or an hour, whatever. And then for the next half an hour, I'll let them watch their show on the TV while I'm doing something. And I try not to feel so bad that I've just kind of left them in front of the TV because I did just play with them as well. And I kind of got to share my time equally. 
and that's the only way that we're all going to get through this really <laughs> so yeah it's a good point you know that being organized with your time so you don't feel so guilty even yeah. though like you said we always feel a little bit guilty if we know we've given them that time then I think that guilt is sometimes for a reason and it helps us think about how we prioritize things so I don't think when feelings come up we should shove them down but try and inquire and listen why are those feelings coming up and how can we manage those feelings? Yeah, definitely. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Well, that has been very inspiring. Oh, thank you. And if you could sum up in one sentence how starting your own business has made your life better since the twins, what would you say? I'd probably say that it's given me the freedom to feel in control of my life because I feel like before when I was not working for myself I knew how much money I was getting in every month I knew what hours I'm going to work and I knew how far I could go in a company but I feel like working for yourself that those options are they're limitless you can decide how much money you make by how many clients you want to take on how you want to charge them you decide your hours and I can take on any project that I want like it's up to me so I think that's really good and I feel like it's just given freedom for me and my family to just be together more and lockdown's actually been quite good for us because I do do business with my husband as well and he hasn't had to go into the office so we can be here together and and just it gives us a good view of what our life could be once our businesses are all up and running and established to where we want them to be so yeah that's amazing I love that Oh, thank you guys. Honestly, I I feel so honoured to be here and talking to you two experts. So thank you so much. Now, it's been lovely to have you, Priscilla. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And before we let you go to your twins, please (laughs) tell us, where can we find you? Tell us your website, your social media channels, your podcast. I'm sure there are plenty of mums listening to us that would want to meet you. So tell us. So I'm mainly on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram, Scylla Crystal or Mums That Meet. They're both, um, Scylla Crystal is my personal page and Mums That Meet is obviously the page for the platform. I have, me and my husband's business, um, Creates UK, we have a website. So that's www.createsuk.com. And that's anything social media that we do over there, videography, photography, blah, blah. And then my podcast is Mums That Meet. So you can search that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. But yeah, you feel free for anyone to drop me a message if they want any more information on anything. Thank you. I'm sure there'll be lots of people checking you out after today. <laughs> so, thank you, everybody, for joining our episode today, Life Made Better. Please join us on subscribing as that will alert you that we are here every single week with new guests, new tips, new tools, and stay safe during the COVID. It will get better day by day. Take it easy and lots of love.